the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.com. This is Simply for Women. We are continuing the conversation with Ursula Kemp, and she's a jewel, a jewel in the Lord, and such a gift to you and to me today. We want to continue talking about intercession, about prayer, and we want to specifically Think about how can we unpack the word of God? How can we stand on the word of God and trust it in our prayer lives? But this is Ursula Kemp. She has a few things that I want you to know about. I want you to know that she is part of Pray for Columbus, and that is a great resource for you. You need to go to Pray for Columbus, which is part of for Columbus. And also she has some backpack cards for your kids, for the kids in your youth group, the kids in your Sunday school, the kids in your home. But these are called Kiwi cards and they are scripture cards that attach to their backpacks. And that is something that you want to check out. Ursula, welcome back to the show. Thank you. So I'm trying much for to get all me. of this in before I forget it later. And we get to, once we get to talking girls, it's all over. So it's Kiwi, K-E-Y-W-I. Yeah. Cards. Cards.org. Dot O-R-G. KiwiCards.org. So check that out and check out Pray for Columbus. But Ursula, we, we want to dive in the word of God. Mm. How important is the word of God to prayer and to our prayer lives? Well, I think what's helped me is meditating on the power of God's word actually and how it formed the universe. And um, I was actually a physics major in undergrad, and I still remember um, asking my professor, okay, so we have the atom and there's protons on the inside of the atom and don't they repel? I mean, how do atoms even stay together? And there's actually this thing called the strong force. Um, and physicists don't understand the mechanism behind it, but it's literally what holds atoms together. Hmm. And I truly believe it is God's word that holds the atoms together. It's that powerful. And scripture talks about that. You just go to Rome, uh, Hebrews 1.3. Um, it says that Jesus upholds the universe by the word of his power. And it, it I mean, it seems it's just amazing to me to think about literally every atom holding together. God sustains things by the power of his word. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will by no means pass away. And so God's word is actually more solid than the ground beneath our feet because the world is going to pass away, but his words will not. They're going to stand forever. There's two things that are eternal people and God's word. And so let's invest in those, right? (laughs) That is very important. You know, I think the thing is today in our society, we try to have our own authority. Mm. It seems to be trendy, doesn't it? Like everyone wants to do things their own way. And maybe that's back to the sin of Adam. He and Eve wanted to kind of do their thing their own way. But if we can just say, I trust the word of God, I look to the word of God, I'm standing on the word of God. There's real power in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I was just sharing with you, Jennifer. I I felt led. I was to the point in, in my life where 
I I really had to stand on God's word and I I knew that it needed to be even more real to me. And so I wrote out some scriptures that I was standing on and then I actually physically just stood on them and put some <laughs> worship music on and started to dance. Um just as a way for my, to get my body engaged in what what I'm believing, you know, in my heart and it um, there's something that happens when, you know, even just our physical posture speaks uh, to, to what's actually going on inside. Like sometimes when you pray, you can kneel and it's like it's amazing how all of a sudden you're paying attention a little bit more because your body is following what your heart on the inside is doing. Well, and I think about this, okay, sweet, kind, prayerful Ursula, and I can just <laughs> envision you in your living room dancing around on this paper that has the <laughs> word of God on it. Sometimes God, he pushes us out of our comfort zones, doesn't yeah. he? And says, hey, this, I want you to really be exuberant about this. Yeah, exactly. It was a way to... um Get my head and my heart in alignment, you know, and trust and show that I was just trusting in what God said. You know, sometimes at church, I think they will have to hold me down. I am ready to start running around the room and dancing. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we can do that in our own home, can't we? Mm -hmm. We can do that in in the car. You know, you belt it out in your backyard. There are times I think about David dancing in the street Mm -hmm. in his underwear. And, (laughs) you know, I I'm like. I get it. I I think that is so vital that we there have to be a time and a space and a place where we're just completely abandoned to the Lord. And really, in in regard to his word, it's like I submit to your word. Mm -hmm. I may not understand it all. I may not even like it all. It it may be some things are confusing or I'm still trying to to even read some of your word. But I in my heart and in my mind, I say, Lord, I submit to your word. Mm -hmm. Isn't that an attitude toward his word? Amen. There was definitely a point in my life where I realized, God, I I submit to your word and and just verbalizing that out loud. um, There's something about when you hear yourself say it out Mm -hmm. loud that it kind of teaches you what's really inside your heart. And that was a powerful moment for me. Well, you think about John 1 where Jesus was the word and the word was God and the word was in God. You know, that to me was a powerful moment when I began to understand John 1, that when I read the Bible, I'm I'm actually participating with the Lord. And when I read the Bible, he is the word and he is the word became flesh. And sometimes we think, oh, this is just a book. But no, this is the living word. It's active. It's it's a two edged sword. And that's why it cuts sometimes to our heart and we read things and we think, did you really say that? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. There's been times in my life where I thought God's word said one thing and then I actually read it and I was like, wait a second. And it certainly convicted me. Mm. And it it can guide our prayer life. Mm -hmm. How do we how do we put this in our kids? How do we pass it on the passion and also just the practicality? How do we teach kids to pray? Well, I started a practice every night with my daughter, just starting with gratitude and just praying things that we're thankful for. So she, she'll she say things like, you know, I'm thankful for ice cream or I'm <laughs> thankful for playing in the tent with my neighbor friend and just cultivating. Um, I think C.S. Lewis uh, referred to this um, when we're grateful, when we're thankful as he said something about following the line up to the sun. So we 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 get these you know illuminations um, of of what is true about God and what He's given us in the world. But 
take a moment to look up <laughs> and thank God and and have an attitude of gratitude. And that's a great way to start, I think, with kids is is just having um, that thankful spirit. Absolutely. Do you think that prayer balances our emotions? Absolutely, because one one um, expression for prayer I've heard is basically prayer is the process of transferring the burdens of your heart fully to the Lord. And sometimes we carry these burdens around and sometimes we need to just fully transfer those burdens and put them in God's hands. And we do that through prayer. Do you ever just cry before the Lord? It's too hard to even open your mouth. Sometimes there's no words. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, we haven't touched on this yet, but fasting is a part also of of prayer. You know, sometimes they come together, fasting and prayer. Sometimes I'll fast because I'm all prayed out (laughs) and and the Lord knows my prayer and I just feel led to, you know, Mm -hmm. go without lunch or something for a day. And it's it's still a prayer unto the Lord uh, because I don't have to use my words. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just living out uh, this request before the Lord. Well, while we're talking about other kinds of prayer, what about like the prayer of release? Do you ever just say, Lord, I, I can't pray about it anymore. I've prayed and prayed yeah. and prayed. When do we know to stop praying about something? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, for my own life personally, when you're out of words and uh, I, this is when I tend to rely on my prayer partners. I have, I've got a friend who will, again, she sends me voice memos that are prayers. And um, maybe I'm too weak or too tired to pray for my own situation, but she'll pray for me. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the point that I know, okay, I need to just give this to the Lord. And these other people are just holding my hands up. <laughs> yeah, like Aaron and her mm-hmm. held, holding Moses's arms into the sky. You know, I think that the most important thing, too, is gathering together with those friends. And what about worship? Isn't worship a piece? To me, as soon as I begin to worship the Lord, it's like it opens up my heart or softens my heart to prayer. Is Have you experienced that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, this light bulb went off for me. I think that our minds kind of naturally gravitate towards you know, just the physical world and and not necessarily meditating on and beholding God's glory. But when we lift our eyes and behold God's glory and adore him in worship, in prayer, in thanksgiving, um, it just transforms us on the inside. And sometimes those requests that are so pressing, you're like, wow, in light of this this new perspective, this proper perspective I have of God and how great he is and how mighty he is. I'm not worried about that request anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Ursula Kemp, you have great faith. You're a woman of prayer. And I love that you're teaching us to pray for Columbus. Pray for Columbus. Go there. This is Ursula Kemp, and I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you've been listening to Simply for Women. Isn't it exciting to pray? Isn't it exciting to be motivated and inspired? I hope you are today. Just spend some time or even call a friend and join with them. You can worship together. You can just get on your knees in the living room. I love that carpet. (laughs) It feels so good to download the burdens to the Lord and place them at his feet. Let me pray for you, God. I thank you that you are with us and that you will help us to enter into your gates with thanksgiving and to lay those burdens at your feet. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Well, amen. I hope you'll go to jenniferjackson.com as you have time today because you don't want to miss the other episodes on prayer. Prayer is essential. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.